Tune in to the Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Hey, we back in here. We back in here for the aftermath. The aftermath of episode forty-three. This is the continuation conversation. Pastor JT and Lady. Lady Fanita. Lady Fanita. Listen, we had an awesome, 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 awesome episode. And we definitely wanted to continue the conversation on where the body of believers are right now. Where we see the body of believers right now. And we got off to a great start. And wanted to get back on this conversation and continue to put pull out our input on what we believe we are witnessing firsthand as a body of believers and uh, pointed out a whole lot of good points uh, uh, out of the message. Now I'm good. It was preached by myself in. Um, March of 2021, earlier this year, and I pinpointed all of the uh, points of selfishness. The spirit of Leviathan is running rapid within the body of Christ, and everybody is about me. It's a me, 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 me uh, mindset. In ministry, Lady Maybeer, what's your thoughts on where we are as a body of believers right now? I just feel that um, as the body of Christ, uh, like I was stating last night, I feel that we have a responsibility to uh, lead by example. One of the things that I feel that we are, we have really dropped the ball. And I'm saying we, because I'm talking about the church as a whole. We are part of the church. And so I feel that uh, we have a responsibility to be examples, you know, of Christ, his love, um, uh, obedience. You know, Christ was obedient all the way to the death, death and burial and resurrection of the cross. You know, he was obedient and um, he loved everybody. And, and it's like we dropped the ball when it came to us um, now in this era or this modern day Christianism, as I like to call it, <laughs> uh, we don't um, we don't do half the things that we should as the body of Christ. To me, church just don't look the way it used to. Right, and I think uh, it really it really got even worse when the pandemic hit. Everybody went their own separate ways. Uh, you were able to uh, just watch online, and then others that wasn't a part of a ministry or for whatever reason maybe they were sat down or maybe they uh, didn't have opportunity to do what they felt that they were called to do under uh, some other type of leadership and everybody went their own separate ways and it was it was live after live or prophet after prophet after apostle after apostle bishop after bishop evangelist after evangelist on every single platform and the 
it seemed like the platforms of social media was overcrowded and over flooded with a whole lot of misinformation and self uh, self raised and self uh, promoted and self righteous uh, it was it was just saturated it was just a floodgate of the me moment of ministry uh, a lot of individuals that hadn't hadn't sat long or won't sit under or won't do this or won't do that and it seems like there's a lot of dividedness amongst the body of believers and it's it's uh, we're fighting for the mic fighting for attention fighting uh, to prove a point opposed to unifying and showing what the body is supposed to look like as one I believe if we all came to some type of common ground in our belief system and in, in, in what we're trying to put out to the communities put out to the world uh, we would begin to look like the church that Christ is supposed to come back after that's without a spot or a wrinkle but it seems like we're all crumbled up and all balled up in a lot of leviathan characteristic kind of ways what's your thoughts on that yeah i totally agree um i gotta say that the pandemic really broke my heart as far as ministry goes um I saw with my own eyes um, uh, the ministries just falling, the numbers, the attendance, um, people that even when the pandemic was, you know, said to be over and you could have a certain percentage to come back to the church, a lot of people didn't return back to ministries and a lot of people backslid and I mean are still lost, they're still struggling, still fighting for their lives and it was just heartbreaking um, as a leader, you know, in leadership to watch these things happen with our very eyes. And the thing that bothers me the most, I believe, is because as leaders, I feel that something should have been implemented prior to um, the pandemic that caused stability and foundation for the church. You know, it's not solely the leadership's fault. But it should have been something that was instilled by leadership all across the board, all around the world, that should have provided that stability. And, um, and you know, something that will make the, you know, that will keep the people occupied or keep them coming, keep them interested, along with their own personal relationship. Now, don't get me wrong, because I'm not saying that all the leaders are responsible for everyone that fell out of, out of love with God. That's their own fault. Because the Bible said, work out your own soul salvation with fear and with trembling. But I believe that if leaders were not so caught up on themselves and what they need and then pouring out more into the body and then providing that stability and taking them back. Sometimes you got to go back to basics five or six, seven times. And a lot of ministries are not uh, accustomed to doing that because it's like they want to hit the gas and keep running. But that's not always possible if you have 12 people out of 30 who are lost. I believe that you should slow down, go back and get those people. Now, should you continue over and over to do that? No. 
but I think that everybody deserves a fair chance. So when the pandemic hit, it hit all of the people that were weak, the people that didn't have a foundation, the people that had one foot in, one foot out, those that were already suffering from church hurt, people that had been hurt in the church, the women that had been raped in the church, people that had saw the pastors and, and the first ladies doing things they didn't have any business, people that were interacting and having sexual relations with the pastors and first ladies in the church. Like all of those people fell off. Yeah, and I believe it started at the head. So it if it did. if the head wasn't strong, the whole body yes. suffers because of it. And and uh, like you said, the leaders should have had things in place, but it should have already been in place. Right. Not compromising uh, standards, doing doing things decent and in order. Right. Uh, not not uh, uh, allowing yourselves to be. Uh, uh, not not so much untouchable, but protected in the spirit. Uh, yeah. Being too too loose with the uh, with the people and 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 taking in things that uh, leaders shouldn't be uh, accustomed to taking in uh, inboxes or uh, extra dates and where w- wouldn't be considered as dates turned into dates and. Everything else uh, we, we see throughout the whole pandemic Scandal after scandal after scandal After scandal And then we, uh, we We give grace to them And still allow them to get back up and, and, and preach In the name of the Lord And that's That's blasphemy That, that is, that is uh, Unheard of Where uh, a lot of people call us Old school and so that's unheard of back in the church that we grew up in. Once you did something that you were uh, uh, wasn't supposed to be doing that was uh, not pleasing in the sight of God, you were sat down. You were sat down until you were able to be restored. That's right. And so that that is uh, absent from the body right now that it's anything goes if if you don't tell on me if you don't have no dirt on me i keep your dirt a secret and so that's exactly what we're looking at as a body of believers us personally we had everything in place uh and when the pandemic hit i put up a uh a new website with Bible studies to keep the people occupied. We did sofa talks and we, we had something online Monday through Friday to interact with our people and keep them in their word with prayer and and other things to, that'll make them laugh. We did Bible trivias in groups and, and it seems that's the more we try to do any, everything to engage and keep them on fire, the fire still blew out. Why did the fire still blow out? Because the, fly, the fire never had any attachment to keep itself engaged. That's true. The fire didn't have a, a, a place to spread because there was nothing to keep the fire burning. There were no logs. It was just like burning paper, burning sand, and so the it, there was there has been a omittance of discipleship. No, no room for discipleship. Everybody want to hit the ground running and go straight into 
positions. And then once that fire fizzle out, that position is left for uh, uh, a void. They're operating, they're operating in a position that they have no business being in. And so we have a whole body uh, functioning like an arm that, that's un underdeveloped, uh, a finger that's underdeveloped, a neck that's uh, underdeveloped. And then so when, when you have all sorts of body parts underdeveloped, you have an ineffective body. And so when, when the demons come into the temple, they can overtake the body because the body's weak, the, the body's not strong. And so it can attack from all sorts of angles. It can come in from the left. It can come in from the right. It can come in whichever direction it wants to and attack the head. And once it has the head, it has the whole body. Right. I totally agree. I was going to look up. Um, I remember um, when you said that about the, the body uh, being like an arm that's undeveloped. I thought about the definition to arrested development. Because mm. we, I think the church has, had gotten to a point where nobody was growing. Mm. Nobody was learning. It just came to a place where they just halted, you know, because something happened that had never happened before. And I get it. We've never been in a pandemic before. Right. We've never experienced the things that we went through on last year. Right. And still struggling. And that's to why I mentioned maintain. the Church of Sardis in Revelations last night. Uh, Sardis, the Church of Sardis never finished what they started. They were about image and not substance. They was about being seen. They like to dance. They like to shout. They like to to sing. They like to uh, do the gospel hip hop. They like to do the praise dance and the miming. They like to be seen, but they had no substance to keep themselves out of sinful desires. And so, in essence, they were already dead. That's a that's that's a hard um, that's a hard thing to accept when you look at a church that feel that they're flourishing, they're they're thriving, right? You know, and um, and to find out that you're not really alive, it's right. it's you know, it's a it's it's hard to to face that knowing that um, that you're in a position like that when everything on the outside looks to be well, but then God corrects you and say, hey, nothing on the inside of you is well. So, I wanted to give you the definition for arrested development. It means that the term arrested development has had multiple meanings over 200 years in the field of medicine. Um, it means that you're not you're not developed. The the it says the arrested development was first circa in 1835 to 1836 to mean a stoppage of physical development. The term continues to be used in the same way. I mean, just a halt in development, physical development, and so we don't want to be that way spiritually. Like we don't want to we don't want to get to a place where we cannot learn or there's a halt in the way we um, understand or the way we love God or how we interact with the people in the church. We want to continue to grow because that's what this side is about. It's not about 
getting to a certain level in God and thinking you've capped off. There's no, he said, I'll be working on you to the day of my coming, meaning we can never learn enough. We can never get another per, enough prayer under our belt. We can never not go to another level in God. We'll forever be learning. So we have to um, be in a place where we understand that. And not only that we understand that, but that um, we walk in that place humbly before God, knowing that we always need God. And when we can't do nothing else, we always need God. And that's a place that of humility that we should continue this way in. We should continue walking in for the rest of our lives, just knowing that God plus nothing works at all times. God plus nothing will always work and it will always stand no matter what we go through. Amen, 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 amen. Amen, amen. That's our time. That's our time. We pray you will bless and uh, email us your thoughts. Email us your thoughts on where uh, you believe the the body of Christ is right now. www.thepreacherscorner.net www.thepreacherscorner.net We would love to hear your thoughts concerning this topic. Until that time, we'll see you back at this divine place on The Preacher's Corner. I'm Pastor JT and... I'm Lady Fanita. We'll see y'all in a little. You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT, and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. This is an In-House Production.